Hey guys, welcome to episode 36 of The Doctor and the Dork. This is Frank here with our co-hostess Olivia. Hello everybody. This is take two, by the way. <laughs> you can thank our audio expert. Guys, the thing is, we test everything before we start, so I don't even know what happened. Um, I think we didn't properly test and Olivia had a point to prove and just wanted to like silence me. I mean... Yeah, I think she went, yeah, it looks good. So this weekend, <laughs> we went car shopping, part B, and we, I purchased a new Subaru Impreza. Um, this is the abbreviated version. I gave the long version on the video that was just deleted. <laughs> um, it's a really nice car, car, guys. Why don't you tell them a little bit about it? Um, it's silver, and it's got a nice black interior. It's got heated seats, and yeah, that's it. It's Olivia. an all-wheel drive. So for those of you who don't know, I didn't talk about it on the pod because it was still a little too fresh in my mind, but my Honda Civic took a little slip on the ice and a little slip and slide and spin into the wall, so mm. rip. Yeah, um, Jersey Barrier 1, Honda Civic 0. I find it so interesting you call it the Jersey Barrier because, I mean, that one was technically the mass turnpike barrier. Well, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I could be corrected. But I'm um, pretty sure that that stone barrier that separates the you highways is... You think it's is... specifically called the Jersey Barrier? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Uh, okay. I just, we'll look into that and get back to you guys. It's just what I've always known it to be called is the Jersey Barrier. But mm -hmm. I could be totally off base. But okay. as far as I know, just that median, that yeah. stone median is the Jersey Barrier. All right. So... I'll take your word. Um... But guys, Olivia got a really good price on the car. We were talking about... <laughs> this is a much different ladies going with this time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we she got a good price on the car. I thought we could have haggled them down more. She put our we ace in the hole We got a thousand off of what they were asking for it. We had an ace in the hole. We had a printout that, um, another of another dealership. dealership of a similar car at the same MSRP that was a thousand cheaper. And it yeah. was kind of one of those, I knew we could get that, and I was hoping we'd get more, but Olivia hit him with that right out the gate, and we got a grand off, though, so. Yeah. Well, I guess, nothing. what would your strategy have been if you went in? Well, we really like to pay only X amount, and then just see what they say? No, you ask them, hey, what can you do about the price? I'd like to see if we could take, uh, you know, and then whatever number you want to take off. Okay. Normally, you hit them, I don't want to say anything out. You don't want to hit them with something outrageous. Sure. but you, you, a couple thousand. Yeah, you go, hey, I want to take two grand off the sticker price. Yeah. Where can you meet me? Okay. And then he goes back and oh, asks his boss, and his, and his boss goes, uh, we could do 1200 yeah. which gets you 200 more than our... Our strategy. And then if they come back As, and go, oh, we can only do 500 Then less, I say, you listen to me, sir. That's when you pull out that sticker and you, you pull out that I'm other I'm about to go to off. this other dealership <laughs> that had the worst customer service that I've ever... <laughs> Guys, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but the customer service at these dealerships was just... You would think that they're hoarding all their cars and they don't want any of them off the lot. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Wow. Um, they barely had time for us. But yeah, so the strategy would have been, yeah, if they come back and go, well, we can only do 500 off. That's when you pull that out and go, well, they're selling it for a 1000 less than you. Mm -hmm. Can you get closer? And then they go, oh, man. And, and then they meet that because they know they don't have a choice. I see. So, but the the point is to throw that anchor out there because, you know, throw that lure out there and see, all right, yeah. will they bite? Will they go even lower? Yeah. Because then you don't have to. But that's like a trump card. Yeah. Because that's like going into any business and you go, oh, will you match this other place? Their yeah, print I've off heard and, just about anybody will do that. Yeah, as soon as they find out there were like competitions undercutting them on a like item, 
them, yeah. then they're like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> but overall, it was it was a no. It took a long time to get everything all set. I was done surprised. I didn't at how long it took. Yeah. I told you, I feel like usually I like know a day or so ahead of which it's going to be, and then I call Geico or like mm. whoever I'm using and set everything up. Yeah, that was, uh, but no, it got done pretty quick. Two hours. Yeah, what, four yeah. hours? Yeah, give so or take. Four hours. And then had everything done and ready Top to, to go. bottom, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, so um, as you can tell, it's Sunday, the uh, 26th, or 28th, right, 28th? Yeah, I, I'm off on my days, guys. Um. And uh, I think Sundays are, not I think, but I know Sundays are going to be our new uh, podcast days. Yeah, Tuesdays were just like, after a long day of work, honestly, we had a long day of nothing today and I was still like, oh boy, we got to gear up for the pod. (laughs) So after a long day of work, it just is a little much. Yeah, our weeks have been pretty packed and uh, And then we got to go to the gym and cook dinner and, and i gotta play video games and right. you know somebody's I gotta got to scroll through instagram it's like there's a lot happening yeah this you know we have to waste our lives away on some technology speaking of maybe i'll bring this up now so that i can hold myself accountable i'm hoping to delete some of my social media and some of my phone games this week well this the month of march and uh i don't know limit my phone use i'm with you you I'll ever just it. you ever just on your phone for like more than 20 minutes and like you end up cycling back through the same app you started with when you were on your phone and you're like i know i'm not gonna find anything satisfying because i've already been through this loop once that was the point in which i got rid of my social media years back Mm. because you know in 2016 i got my first you know my first smartphone and Mm. then like a year in i was just like oh my not even a year in. it was like six months in and i was like i'm spend. i think seriously my screen time was like 12 hours a day that's incredible to me like I got so addicted, so I had basically all the social medias I, you know, was willing to grab. I, you know, I had the Instagram, and um, Snapchat, Facebook. I was Reddit. on Reddit. I, I had a bunch of dumb stuff going, and I just ate my life away on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I actually cannot do this. Yeah. So um, that's my goal for March. But I'll do it with you. I'll delete yeah. a bunch you of my said phone you games. Delete all but one phone game. Yeah, I want to keep at least one phone. I need something to rot some brain cells, you know. But Fair uh, all right. Um, on the same uh, vine as some technology, guys. I'm working on a PC build. My friend Brian Bujak came over. Um, he's kind of the brainiac behind it because I know nothing about PCs. Um, well, I know some about PCs. I don't know enough to build a PC about like mm. what's compatible, what's not. Granted, you can go on to individual websites and they just tell you like, hey, this is what's compatible with X, Y, Z. Yeah. But um, so that'll be coming. Um, I'm hoping by the end of March. Honestly, I'm hoping. Really, you're still gonna commit? Yeah, I think end of March I'm gonna put it all together. Um. So, but that's all I really have for that, guys. Um, on the flip side, we'll have some photos of Honey. Yes, we are, we dog, are dog sitting, sitting this weekend, um, which is great. She's asleep. The only us. the only bad thing about Honey is she's old and her hips don't work good, so she can't jump up on the bed and snuggle with us. Yeah, she's. Uh, I just very in the adorable. morning, I just want her to come up and give her a big snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's always a delight to uh, dog sit Honey. I she's... even we have a sectional out on our little sunroom, so I took off one of the cushions so that she could actually get up the one the little <laughs> shallower parts. She could sit next to me. But she's adorable. She has quite the character as well. She does. Um, 
You want to tell them about uh, your medical? So something else I haven't discussed yet on the pod is, well, I've talked about the coronavirus vaccine nonstop, and I will bring you more of that later today. However, I myself got the vaccine. So as you all know, hence the podcast, I am a pharmacist. Um, So being employed at the hospital, you're able to go get your shot. So I got my first shot about three, a little over three weeks ago, and that one was fine. I got the Pfizer one for full disclosure. Um, My arm was sore for a couple days, but really beyond a couple days, it didn't really hurt too much. I was lucky. I didn't really have any other side effects. Um, And then this past Thursday, I got my second one, and... I also didn't have any side effects, which is great, besides my arm. And we're on day, like, three or four now. My arm's still really As she sore. leans away, she's like, uh, don't touch me. <laughs> but, you know, I had a couple of friends who had um, some really bad joint pain and chills and such. So um, I feel lucky that I have been relatively fine with this shot. I will also say, though, that I did take either ibuprofen or acetaminophen around the clock the first couple days after. So mm. even if maybe I would have had fevers or I would have had a more sore arm, I didn't know it. So mm. I would say, you know, I'm sure many people would recommend against this, like Tyler would say not to do this. But if you're worried about it, just pop a couple ibuprofen. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ibuprofens are like candy to me. Yeah. They're just... They're my cure-all for everything. Yeah. Aches and pains. That's a real bad, like, habit you get from the military. <laughs> That's their water and ibuprofen. Just fix everything. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if this ends up doing anything. Um, in the world of medical news as well, guys. Um, <laughs> so I went and had a sleep study done. Um, for those of you that know me, I told a bunch of people about it. And then, um, so I recently got the bill. Um, I couldn't believe it. Now, I'm not so much concerned about what I ended up paying because I carry a higher deductible on my health insurance, and that is what it is. I'm 27. I never go to the doctors. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy, <laughs> all right? Like, I, I see no reason why I should be paying high, de- or, you know, a... Um, higher premium. Yeah, a higher premium for something that, truthfully... You're not going to use. Prior to meeting Olivia, I... I don't know how this, <laughs> this bill suddenly became my fault. No, no, but I've definitely seen the doctor far more than I ever have prior to meeting you. I feel like I have a lot more to discuss about that. (laughs) See, I think (laughs) it's a combo of my mom alone wasn't enough to, like, talk me into going to doctors for Mm. stuff. But the combo of... Because, see, I could, like, hide from my parents, Mm. but, like, having you here and my parents... Having a nurse and a pharmacist on your back is just, like, a Just like, hey, go to the doctor for that. I'm like, "Mm, fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but no, that's, like, that's my reason. I'm not blaming you. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, the combo of the two is Mm -hmm. just, like, I can't can't hide from it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh guys so get it in a uh, in-lab sleep study done and uh the sticker price i couldn't believe it was sixty five hundred dollars and my only shock to that is you know the price is the price it is what it is um welcome to our medical markets you know it happens whatever but what got me was they just didn't even tell me yeah that like is no the part that nobody mentioned that that in in you know an in lab sleep study will run you sixty five hundred dollars for a single night. Well, I guess maybe the counter argument to that would be if they did tell you, then in a way it would almost be like discriminating because then the poor person is going to be like, never mind, then I don't want it. Whereas the rich person is going to be like, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like if you're in the hospital and you're like, I have this life saving drug I'm going to give you, but it's going to cost ten thousand dollars. The poor person big, nah, I'd rather be dead. 
I mean, yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> That's, hmm, I live and put my family in a crippling financial yeah. debt or, yeah, no, I'm dying in that hospital bed. Right. <laughs> in fact, don't even leave me in the hospital bed. Put me out back. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> that bed costs too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel you. But no, guys, yeah, just a disclaimer. Uh, in-lab studies are very, they're in the thousands. Um, make sure you guys ask. I didn't know. I, again, make I don't. Make sure you call your insurance and double check check what your deductible and your coverage is yeah again you know i wasn't surprised by the du- deductible i was just surprised by the sticker price you know what the- i did like about your call to the insurance company i like when she says she will be your guide today as if you guys were going on a spiritual journey <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a spiritual journey to hell <laughs> Anywho, last thing we want to say, I want to give Jen a shout out for the most delicious carrot cake after listening to our last episode. Um, That was great. I'm going to try to whip up some carrot cake maybe at the end of March. We had uh, dinner with Jen and her husband Anthony and her daughter Charlotte. They were the best hosts. Um, Mm -hmm. Jen is a fantastic chef. When was that? That was a couple weekends ago. Was Uh, it last weekend? It was the Friday before Valentine's Day. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, it was. Because uh, yeah, then we went right. to Philly right after. But yeah, so um, yeah, th- she's a fantastic chef, guys. Um, if you know Jen, then uh, you know that's her little deep dark secret because she's just wow, what a dark secret! I know it's her dark secret. That, that's uh, no, it cracks me up because it, it's just so unassuming. She's so good. At, you know, some people are only good at like what they do, and I swear Jen's great at everything. She, she's good and she's pleasant. She's talking to her child while she's cooking. If I'm cooking anything more than mac and cheese from the box, and Frankie comes in and tries to say something. To me, it's off with his head. Yeah. Especially if I'm making pie crust and it's not going well. She better leave the house just to be safe. It was fantastic. Jen's entertaining guests, taking care of her daughter. She's cooking a meal. And in the meantime, we're both like, I can't make mac and cheese without biting someone's head (laughs) off. So... Um, but thank you for the carrot cake, Jen. It was delicious. Yes. Um, also, I found out it's your dad who really loves carrot cake. Oh, is it? Yeah. That was my mom. He let me know when he brought over honey. Mm. So we'll, we'll whip some up at the end of March. But all right. Do you want to do your uh, segment or mine? <gasps> um, why don't you do yours I'll first? I'll fly through so, mine. Allegedly. So. Guys, why don't you write into doctorindorg at gmail.com and just talk about Frankie's segment. Just candidly say what you want about it. Just, um, she's asking for you guys <laughs> to... Uh, shit talk one last thing before we move on (laughs) we're gonna be having the book review next week so if you haven't already go pick up lovecraft county and read so you can discuss it i'm amazed you actually got the name right thank you considering you just read the book what I, I thought for sure you were going to get the name wrong. Why would I get the name wrong? You sounded real hesitant there just now. Oh, um, mean to me. All right, guys. So for the dork segment this week, I'm going to go over... Uh, I'm kind of doing it a little differently. I'm going to start doing like my gaming segment, a tech segment, and a space segment. Because those are kind of my big three things that I like to keep hitting on. Okay. Um, so for games, guys, if you have a PS4... Um, this month, um, for PlayStation Plus, they are giving out the, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, Final Fantasy VII, the original, was one of the greatest games of all time. Um, it defined, uh, really just a lot of games. The graphics were splendid, the storyline was Are you still gonna do this segment after you get your PC? Yeah, yeah, I think so, but I'll do it with different games. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'll still also have a PS4. 
Um, And then they're also giving away Remnant from Ashes, which is a year-old game. Um, It's a post-apocalyptic world, interstellar travel. It's kind of along the gameplay of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, if you guys are aware of that um, genre. Um, but that's what they're giving away. Do they have um, angel souls and heavenly souls as well? No, no, just dark souls oh. and demon souls. So maybe I'll make that next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, guys, uh, games that are coming out. Diablo Four. D- just stop thinking about it. It's not coming for years. It. They release all of these games have to do with the devil and the dark worlds. I don't know. Okay. That's um. That's because. Th- Okay, De- continue. Devil resells, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. That's reasonable. Um, so Diablo 4, they released a video for it in 2019. 2020 went by, nothing. 2021 is hit. They said, you're not getting it. Um, 2022, they said, maybe. Realistically, 2023, 2024. We're years away. Um, they might as well just next. wait to 24 and now to make it 4 and 4. Right? That's I'd be okay with that. But anyway... To placate us in the or pla- placate us? I've never um, heard that pla- word in my life. Really? It, it could be real. Um, to I, I'm pretty sure that means to like soothe us. We'll have to Google that. I maybe placate? I'm make, yeah. All right. I'm probably saying it wrong, I'm but I'm pretty sure that's what we'll it is. We'll look it up later. Um, but anyway, to keep us, uh, you know, from rioting in the meantime, that um. Blizzard has released a remake of Diablo 2 mm. with a bunch of new features. Why not Diablo 3 or 1? Because Diablo 3 is still on the PS4. That's okay. the newest one. Okay. Um, and Diablo 1 is ancient and really wasn't all that great. Mm. Um, okay. Diablo 2 was another groundbreaking PC game mm. that um, just for dungeon crawlers, it was this, the gold standard. Mm. Nothing like a good dungeon crawler. Yeah, I know. That's if, what I always say. They're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so December this year, guys, you can look forward to the remake of Diablo 2. That'll be coming. Um, moving on to games that I've been playing lately. Um, the two games that I'm hooked on, my phone game, Auto Chess. Um, for those of you who don't know This it, is a part of your segment. This is like me saying, these are the drugs I took this week. A couple ibuprofen, <laughs> a couple Tylenol. Hey, yeah, I'm sure yeah. everybody really wants to hear about your random dice and auto chess for the 10th time. Heck the yeah. So, um, auto chess, guys, uh, if you haven't played it, it has nothing to do with chess. Um, it's a team building. Looks like a chess board. Well, it is on a chess board, but they it has pieces. has nothing to do with chess, though. It could be a checkers board. You're touche. All right, thank you. <laughs> Um, the pieces move nothing like chess. Uh, you create a team with different abilities. They have different classes, races. Um, they all have different abilities, and they fight against other people's teams in an, basically uh, an eight-person battle royale. Um, it's a really fun game. It is fairly time-consuming. A full match honestly takes like 30 minutes, so um, it's a bit much for a phone game. Um, the other game that I've been playing for a console game is Shadow of War. Um, it's a Lord of the Rings game. It came out a while ago. Um, it is the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Um, if you haven't played either, I highly recommend them. They're fantastic. She's yeah, mocking me. <laughs> um, all right, guys, moving on to tech. Um, so wait, I have a. I'd like to interrupt there. Sure. I'm looking for um girlfriend of the week shout out in that segment. A girlfriend of the week. Yeah. For for what? You know what? Playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater? No. Think really hard. Think about what great girlfriend I am. 
Oh, because you downloaded random dice? And played two whole times with you. <laughs> she did download random dice. The intention was there. The follow through, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I got to find a good game for her. That's uh, random dice. I could tell it wasn't going to be. I like tower <laughs> defense games. She doesn't. Um, but no, she does get the Girlfriend of the Week award yes. for that one. That, that is pretty nice. Um, next, guys, in tech, we have two cool things. One of them is the AI tool Deep Nostalgia. <laughs> I'm impressed you can see me doing it. I tried to be discreet. All right, go ahead. Um, the AI tool Deep Nostalgia from the company uh, My Heritage is bringing to life uh, photos of your dead relatives or your living relatives. It's really just bringing photos to life. Um, you can go to their site, and they've brought to life photos of Abraham Lincoln, um, the Beatles, and several other famous people. Do you think so? Like, you know how people could Photoshop things before? Do you think now there's going to be, like, videos of people doing stuff that they actually didn't do? You could yeah. really easily frame people for stuff now. Oh, yeah. Those are, um, I'm pretty sure they're called deep fakes, mm. um, where they can superimpose somebody else's face on someone else's body, mm. and it can be, like, on a video. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure that's called deep faking. Um, but... This is an AI called Deep Nostalgia, and it's yeah. literally just bringing motion to the photos um, in the frame. And honestly, go check it out, guys. It's super creepy. It reminded me of that episode of Black Mirror where there's like that, um, I want to say hallucinogen, but I know that's not the word I'm looking for. The, the hologram. Oh, yeah. Of that guy who's in like the jail cell or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? That's what it reminded me yes. of. Yes. Um, very much like that. Yeah. Um, so it is kind of creepy watching black and white Speaking photos up, come to life. When though. is the next Black Mirror season coming out? I don't know. All right. I don't watch enough TV to. Yeah. Know that. Um, yeah. A new season of Handmaiden's Tale is coming out in April for all of those who watch. Ooh. Um. So next one, guys. Um. If you guys knew who Boston Dynamics are, they whip up some super cool robots that they make all kinds of dance videos with and stuff like that. They're the guys that have a giant robot that walks around trying to pick up boxes and they, you know, attack them with a broom and knock the boxes away. And um, Yeah, they're trying to make a Terminator. But anyway, they have a robot dog called Spot. Um, and basically, you can buy him for $75,000 and uh, a bunch of people have been buying him. Um, police departments have been using him for uh, surveillance in neighborhoods, hmm. just walking up and down the street. Um, a lot of people are unhappy about that because it's kind of expensive and kind of weird. Mm. Um, the military is trying to find applications for it, and uh, civilian people are buying it, apparently. Mm. There was some collective group called Mischief, and um, they uh, they bought one, and they strapped a paint gun to its back, a paintball gun to its back, and set it loose inside of a uh, art museum February 24th, and people on the internet got to take turns using it. Now, I'm pretty sure it wasn't, like, a sabotage thing. Like, they just messed up an art museum. I think they, like, paid for it. As all. part of the exhibit. Yeah, I think it was, like, all part of the thing. I couldn't really find anything on that. Because I just can't see a, a pre-planned attack on an art museum like that happening. It no. just seems kind of yeah. outlandish. Yeah. Um, but um, keep your eyes out for uh, robot dogs, guys. Spot is up and about, and he's really getting out there. And Boston Dynamics is rolling those things out pretty quick. Um, but another shout-out to Jen and Charlotte. Um, Jen sent me a picture today. Charlotte had a run-in with Spot. I don't know where they were, but uh, it was an adorable photo of Charlotte looking very timid with a robot dog <laughs> looming over her shoulder. And she was just like... 
uh, get it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really cool, though. Uh, small world, I guess, because, yeah, I was already thinking about Don't him. worry, guys. Only two more bullet points. See, this is what I mean. This segment's just too long. People are already gone. They're not even going to get to hear all the good stuff oh, that I've got. fine. The last two were nice <laughs> and quick. Um, space. Now so, they are. They weren't 30 seconds ago. No, they still weren't 30 seconds ago. Um, NASA Perseverance. The photos and videos of it landing and photos it is sent back are online. You guys can go check Do them out. Do they have any videos or just photos? Um, they have videos of it landing on Mars because it parachuted mm. in. Mm. Um, and I don't know if they have any videos yet of the uh, Martian surface, but they do have photos. Mm. Um, so you guys can check out what Mars looks like. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Ooh. You can see another planet. Um, the do last we thing. Do they have pictures of Mars? I mean, from Earth, not taken from the ground there. Um, the next thing is they're finding out the kind of things that can live on Mars. Come to find out, they uh, strongly believe that black mold can survive on the Martian surface. They figured this out by putting a bunch of microbes in a balloon and sending it into the Earth's atmosphere. I think atmosphere. Martian is the word for Mars surface. I'm pretty Isn't sure. Is it Martian like an alien? Well, we got that from Mars, pretty sure. We have a lot of things to look up Apparently, at yes. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, but now you got me just... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to keep using Martian. <laughs> You're messing me up. But yeah, so um, they're finding what microbes... They're finding out there is a plethora of microbes that can survive on the Martian surface. Um, at least they believe so. Some aliens are covered in microbes. Black mold from that to toe. They believe it can survive out on Mars. It, it's kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're finding other ones that they're called uh, extremophiles. Yeah. There's um, some of them on Earth, too. Yeah. Well, they're they're taking the Earth ones and oh, they're testing. Them up there. They're ex- yeah, they're exposing them to Great. atmosphere. That's just what we need. Yeah, basically. Kill the only planet we could have ever possibly moved <laughs> to in the future. Let's just bring up all these wild microorganisms and get them. And just let them loose. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they're doing testing with that, and uh, we get up there 150 years from now. We're like, oh yep, turns out black mold can make it. <laughs> Whole surface is covered. Um, but that's all I got, guys. Uh, yeah, I Mars has really kind of caught my eye lately because there's a lot going on. So, well, thank you for telling us about that Martian surface. We really appreciate. <laughs> I it. can't wait to Google this. <laughs> All right, now that the podcast is supposed to be over, I guess we'll move into my We're segment. We're like five minutes in. It's literally twenty-seven minutes in, and our pod usually goes like thirty-seven. I your segment. I think it's great that you're passionate about it, but you got to hand select things better all right now we're gonna move on to mine mine today is gonna be exclusively corona related frankie has nicely named this segment the corona corner what do you guys think about that you like it you hate it you love it well nonetheless that's what it is so for those of you who don't know the johnson and johnson vaccine was approved this past week for coronavirus well approved it has its emergency use authorization so now we have three vaccines available and i know you guys are all wondering like man i just i don't know what to think about all of these different vaccines and like the first thing you should probably know is that it doesn't really matter what you think you're just going to get whichever one is available at your pharmacy or hospital you don't get to request you don't get to request it no can you excuse yourself if you don't get the one you want sure and then you're probably not going to get any at all Beggars can't be choosers. So that's the big thing right now is, like, um, the scientists are saying, like, 
They're, they're basically, nobody's going to not recommend a vaccine because any of these vaccines are certainly better than no vaccine. Or at least that's the thought pattern. So let's do this chronologically. So Pfizer was the first one. So as you guys all know, Pfizer was a two-dose regimen. And I want to just go over some of like the, the primary efficacy outcomes for these studies and what each of them looked at. So for Pfizer, interestingly, it said in their thing that they were looking at the incidence of COVID seven days after the final dose was complete. So after the two doses were given, seven days after that onwards, they were looking to see how much it reduced coronavirus infections. And the answer there was 95% efficacy. So that was pretty, pretty good, don't you think? Yeah. I do want to note that in all of these studies, patients had to be negative before being mm -hmm. enrolled in the trial, just in case you were curious how that worked. Um, in their study, we went from July 2020, well, I should say their data because the study's still ongoing, but July 2020 through November 2020, and they analyzed 36,000 and some odd patients. Um, I do want to know, I looked at some other outcomes as well. So that was their primary outcome, just the overall incidence of COVID. It's interesting because they said incidence of COVID, but then when you keep reading what they really mean, it's symptomatic incidences of COVID. So I do want to point that out. Now, they also report the severe coronavirus cases. So the patients who had certain symptoms that would be qualified as <clears throat> severe coronavirus. And the Pfizer vaccine decreased those by 66.4%, so still pretty good. I do want to note that they didn't have any data to talk about the asymptomatic patients, so patients who would have tested positive for corona but didn't have any symptoms. Um, and they also didn't report any data on mortality or the cause of any sort of death throughout the trial. So those are the big takeaways from Pfizer. Now if we go over to Moderna, really similar. We got our same two doses. They looked at the reduction of symptomatic COVID over 14 days after um, the second dose. So I do want to note those slight differences. And they found it to be 94.5% effective. So really, if we round that up, 95 and 95, basically the same, if you ask me. <laughs> Anyways, their trial also went from July 2020 to November 2020. They only had about 28,000 compared to Pfizer's 36, 37,000. Interestingly, though, their severe coronavirus rate was 100% effective, meaning they had no patients in the vaccine group have severe symptoms of coronavirus. So that's pretty big. That one really stood out to me when I was kind of doing my, my data review here. Um, once again, they didn't have any data for their asymptomatic cases or their mortality data. They simply said that the data was limited, they need bigger trials, etc., etc. So now, those are the old ones. We've already talked about that. So let's get into Johnson & Johnson's. The big one, as I'm sure you all know, it's only one dose. Wow, wouldn't that be great if you only had to have a sore arm one time? So as with all things, there's got to be a caveat, right? Correct. So Johnson & Johnson actually reports their outcomes at 14 days after the vaccine and then 28 days. I'm just going to give the 14-day numbers to keep consistent with what Moderna did. If you want to go look at the full study, I'll post the link to our pod, um, and you can do so. But essentially, they looked at any cases of moderate to severe illness within that 14 days after, and they found it reduced the number of cases by 66.9%. So I know what you're thinking. Wow, Olivia, those other ones were 95%, and this one's only 66.9%. Well, one thing I do want to highlight is that this study went from September 2020 through January 2021. 
So some of the argument here is that some of the new variants could have been um, oh. more around during this time, and they were kind of susceptible to those. Mm. They also had more patients in places like South Africa where those variants were higher. Um, so just something to think about when you're looking through the data. Um, they had 39,000 patients, so now they have even more patients that they're looking at. Um, so maybe it's just that the data is more complete. It's going to be something we won't really know until time tells us. Well, I feel like testing for twice the amount of length as everyone else is kind of a... Well, it's not twice the amount of length because the other ones went from July to November and they went from September to January. Oh. You know what I mean? They got a later start than the other two. Okay, no. Good you know point. what I mean? Yeah, they're two months after and finished two months. Yeah, right. later. So they were the same time. And, oh, man, I thought it was longer for some reason. Yeah, no. no. Um, however, they're asymptomatic, or not asymptomatic, they're severe coronavirus for their 14-day time point was 76.7%. Um, I will tell you their 28-day one because I think this is the one that's reported in all the news articles is 85.4% effective. So really all of these do a pretty good job at preventing severe coronavirus, which some people would argue is really what we're worried about. However, the very interesting thing Johnson & Johnson does that none of the other studies do is they actually, they take a stab at asymptomatic and mortality data, which they do write in their report, like, listen, this might not be completely accurate. Like, our study wasn't designed for these to be our primary endpoints, but, like, we tried and here's what we got. So they reported asymptomatic in a couple different ways. I'll just give the one that straight up said for patients who didn't display any symptoms because they had like certain criteria of like needs to have two symptoms of coronavirus plus XYZ in order to be considered symptomatic. But just for the patients who straight up had zero symptoms at all, um, in those patients, it was effective in 74% in preventing asymptomatic. It's pretty good. So that's pretty good. Very interesting. Um, the way they did it, the other one where it was like a certain set of criteria, it was 59.7%. But like, I don't know, the FDA had initially set their efficacy standards at 50%. So either way, we're still meeting those. And lastly, they did provide some mortality data. So if we use that 14-day time point, it was had 80% um, lower mortality rates than the placebo group. So less that... That's pretty good. People died. I'm happy that they posted that compared to the other stuff. Yeah, I'm happy they at least like gave it a whirl. So kudos to Johnson & Johnson for at least doing what you can. Are those numbers going to change as like more data and better ways to go about it gets done? For sure. I think next week I've been seeing that um, there have been some real world studies done using these vaccines. And that's kind of my wheelhouse. So I'm probably going to report back on one of those next week. But those are just kind of the basics of... Uh, the three vaccines we got. Are there going to be more? Probably. I've noticed AstraZeneca hasn't, isn't on this lineup. There's another one I just heard of, uh, Novavax. Yeah, there were there were like four or five kicking around. Yeah, but so the last, the other two haven't been. Uh, have they put in with the FDA yet? I don't think AstraZeneca has. AstraZeneca, funky things started happening with their stats. So we were then they like run into a bunch of issues up in Canada, like people having like problems or something. No. I remember us talking about some oh, of the yeah. vaccines. That was also them, the one where they had to shut down the trial for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but they were also the ones where, like, somehow patients only got a half a dose for their first dose, and then it turned out that those patients ended up doing better, and they couldn't oh, really explain any of it. Yeah, that's, that's odd. 
So hey, I'll take a half dose. I mean, it's, I mean, you know what I will say about that though is some of the best scientific discoveries. I would say a majority of those scientific discoveries that were real breakthroughs were straight up accidents. Yeah. Half the times it was some like lab tech who really messed something up. But you know what? I think that's so important because the person messes it up, but the other person has to be like, rather than being like, oh, you fool, you just wasted all this money and throwing everything out. Those people are the ones who are like, well, let me look at this. You know, since we did X, Y, Z, why don't we take a look and see what happened? Hmm. You know? No, that is a good point. Good leadership advice to just, (laughs) rather than getting mad, just see how you can make it a positive situation. Roll with the blows. Yeah. But that's all I got for the Corona Corner. You don't have anything else? No, I didn't look up. I thought that was going to take a long time. It took about 10 minutes. Oh, all right. You're more than welcome to keep going. I don't have anything else to do. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's episode 36, guys. Yeah, that's all I've got. Do you got anything else you want to say? Go follow us on Instagram, Dr. Endure. Go send us an email, drendork at gmail.com. Um, go write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's been a while since anybody's dropped us a review. Mm. I think half of our reviews are from Don and or Don's friends. So <laughs> why? How come our friends aren't leaving reviews? I know. Hmm. hmm. We'll have to grill them next week hmm. on this. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, talking to you, Jotty. Yeah. I mean, I know you know, you I get it. You watch on YouTube, and that's fine. Write a comment, whatever. But you know what? We're never going to get to a million views on YouTube, so we're never going to make money YouTube, via that way. YouTube could be our, our bread maker. So what right? I need you guys to do is to go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review so then we can show up on the top list, and then we can write into sponsors, and we can be like, yo, check us out. That's up us up there on the mm, top ten. That is true. But uh, I don't think we're probably never going to get there, guys. But it'll be fun anyway. <laughs> Someday. We can hope. You got anything else you want to add? No. No. That's, I think you I'm need to add up. something else. Do I? Mm-hmm. What do I have to add? I don't know. Put you on the spot. You uh, got to add one closing remark. Um. No, I got nothing. Ugh. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.